I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hour number two, primetime action. The South Point Hotel Casino tip of the strip. Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, and Kelly Bidlin. We got a college football bowl game going on right I now. I present to you. Oh, what is that? I present to you. Look at those cleats. Present to you the Phantom. Did you not notice them for like the whole segment? Matt had them out there? No, I didn't notice. Oh, uh, <laughs> I was like, I should probably say something at some point. I don't think Gil sees them. There it is. Those are sweet. Look at those. I don't know if they're going to make you kick field goals correctly. but I think it's his, I think it's his official way of saying game on. Game I mean, on, baby. Look at those things. Those are I mean, sweet. Just look at that. You don't even care if you lose now. You just like those shoes. Matt has a shoe problem. He has a major shoe problem. You know. Listen, after I make, after like I win dressing. all these bets, after I win all these bets, I'm going to sign these. <laughs> sign them and auction them off. Auction them off. How much do you think we can get and for the those? $6 I get yeah. <laughs> will go straight to something, like whatever. We'll buy, we'll buy Bitcoin with it. Cue the tweets from that dude, on, <laughs> the guy on Twitter that just kills Matt every night. Matt Hare, <laughs> Brown. All right, Kelly, let's update all the scores here before we get to Wes Reynolds. Yeah, we got a few NBA games in action. The Heat up on the Magic 63-53 to right now. Uh, 115 left in the second quarter of that one. Live numbers heat 10 and a half and 225 and a half. The Nuggets lead the Hawks 26 to 24. One minute remaining in the first quarter of that game. Hawks still a two and a half point live favorite. 223 and a half the live total. Warriors up big on the Celtics early 20 to 10. Five minutes left in the first quarter. Uh, Warriors about an eight and a half point live favorite, 214 and a half the live total. In the one bowl game we have going on, Northern Illinois leads Coastal Carolina 24 to 19 at the half. 
Uh, I see Coastal as a two and a half to three and a half point live favorite. 77 and a half looks like your live total. And on the ice, we got a couple games in action. Golden Knights up on the Rangers at the end of the first one to nothing. Golden Knights minus 280 live. Rangers plus 225. Five and a half your live total. Also end of the first in Pittsburgh. Penguins lead the Sabres one to nothing. Penguins now minus 900 live. Sabres plus 575 and four and a half. Your live total. All right. Uh, we'll get to more football games here. Charlie. How did I not notice those cleats in the last segment? It's unbelievable. <laughs> Beautiful. I was like, oh, Gil will say something in a second. And I'm like, now it's just awkward that they've been sitting out there for like three <laughs> minutes. Sorry. Apologize. Uh, let's bring him in from multiple VEASAN programs, perhaps most notably Long Shots, which he does with Brady Cannon during golf season. But he's on every show. He was on with us last week on primetime, filling in for Matt on Friday night. Matt had a thing. It's Wes Reynolds, everybody. How you doing, Wes? Hey, Gil. Good to be with you. How are you? Doing very well. Good to good to be had, I believe, as they say. Let me ask you a question here. Uh, this morning in the Bahamas Bowl, outright upset, double-digit underdog, wins outright middle Tennessee State, takes down Toledo. We have uh, we have one a Bruin right now. Uh, halftime, Coastal Carolina is a double-digit favorite, trailing uh, in their bowl game right here to Northern Illinois. Did you see either of these coming? Uh, well, if you look at the trends, and I did not bet either side, I, I went kind of in-game total in the early game. Double-digit underdogs have really done very well if you go back since 2005. Taking out the playoff games, this was going into today, I believe double-digit underdogs are like 41-30 and 30 against a number that's a little bit under 58%. So oftentimes you get motivation here where maybe you get you know, teams that were better teams that are playing in lesser bowls and they don't seem to care as much. And I, and I think that that's kind of gone through it over the years as you obviously get to more of what you would call the big boy bowls, the ones that are in like the New Year's Six or the ones that have longer traditions than certainly the two that we've had today. Then you start to see teams care a little bit more. So look, uh, now Northern Illinois up at the half 24 to 19 and Yep, seven and a half for the second half. I'm sure maybe some chasers are going to come in on that. But maybe you'll see the scoring slow down here in the second half, even though nobody made a stop in the first half of this Cure Bowl. West tomorrow we have the uh, Boca Raton Bowl sponsored by Roof Claim, where they handle your roof replacement from start to finish. <laughs> um, so uh, we got a total of wow. 66 and a half in this one. Uh, App State favored by two and a half or three. We got Western Kentucky that's a – Pretty fun offense. Uh, one of the, you know, obviously the, their quarterback led the led the FBS in all all passing by over a thousand yards. Sixty six and a half, though, by far the biggest total listed. Well, I guess there's a there's the Oregon, the Utah State, Oregon State games about the same later on in the evening. But uh, are we, you you expecting fireworks in this one, or is that total a little too high? Yeah, you. I, I'm not going to play the under necessarily. I actually went on the side. I took Western Kentucky here plus the three, and. One of the things that's going to change here is that the offensive coordinator, Zach Kittley, who came in from Houston Baptist, brought the air raid to Western Kentucky. He's leaving to go ahead and take that OC position at Texas Tech. Family ties down there at Texas Tech, but he's staying to coach this bowl game. And he's got a quarterback in Bailey Zappi who came with him from Houston Baptist that actually can break Joe Burrow's single-season touchdown record tomorrow. And uh, better look, not. Yeah, <laughs> he better not. 
Well, he, I didn't know close. this. Now I have something to root against tomorrow. <laughs> Wes, thank you for that nugget. Well, he's close, but he does lose one of his receivers who's in the transfer portal, who apparently is going to stick around and play the bowl game. There's already a couple players starting to transfer out, by the way, and maybe Bailey Zappi, and you're kind of seeing it in the game right now. Grayson McCall for Coastal Carolina said, hey, I'm coming back to college football next year. But you don't know if he's going to be with the Chanticleers. I mean, there's going to be a lot of programs looking for quarterbacks right now. Maybe that one down in Baton Rouge with Brian Kelly looking for an established quarterback. Bailey Zappi maybe could be on the move yet again out of Western Kentucky. But I did like the Hilltoppers here in the spot. I think uh, by and large they're going to be at full strength. Appalachian State, they lost that Sun Belt title game to Louisiana Lafayette and just really looked flat in that performance, which was for ULL, they were saying goodbye to Billy Napier because he is now at Florida with several assistants. All right, let's move on to uh, to the next one. It's the PUBG New Mexico Bowl. UTEP uh, in this one. UTEP is a 11-and-a-half-point dog against Fresno State. Any play here? Yeah, I took UTEP early on at 12-and-a-half. I'd still take it at 11-and-a-half. Fresno State, Kalen DeBoer, and also the offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb, are now up at Seattle at University of Washington. So they have moved on from the program. We thought that the quarterback, Jake Hayner, who actually originally started his career at Washington, 2017, I believe he redshirted that year, he went in the transfer portal, and everybody thought, okay, he's going to go to Washington. And then Fresno State decides to give Jeff Tedford a second act after a couple-year retirement due to health reasons. He's going to take over after the bowl game for Fresno State, but it's Lee Marks who's going to be the interim head coach here. Meanwhile, Kirby Moore, who is actually is Kellen Moore's brother, he's going to handle the OC duties here for Fresno State. And now you have Hayner who left the portal. He was going to go, perhaps a transfer to Washington. Now he withdraws from the portal and he's coming back. And I think that's kind of a weird dynamic for a team. It's like, hey, this dude had more than one foot out the door and now he's coming back. You know, how are the guys going to accept him, I think, in that role? And we don't even know if he's going to start yet. Lee Marks is not going to announce the starting quarterback until right before the game. So it would either be a freshman, Logan Pfeiffer, Jalen Henderson. Meanwhile, UTEP, they have not won a bowl game since 1967 and have not even been to a bowl game since 2014. Dana Demo, former Bill Snyder Liege at Kansas State, takes over for this team. And they were a one-win team when he took over. So I think you've got a UTEP club that actually is very excited to be here. Tech El Paso, not that far from Albuquerque. So you may get some fans traveling over here. And I'm not sure how excited Fresno State necessarily is to be here with all the coaches on the move and then the quarterback in the portal, now out of the portal and now back with the team. Well, speaking of coaches on the move, let's go to the New Orleans Bowl, sponsored by R&L Carriers, where they ship anything, anywhere, anytime. Um, the ULL, ULL is now four-point favorite uh, in this one. They were up to six. Of course, all the coaching staff just taking off and leaving. And you, uh, you're on Marshall here on the other side. I imagine some of that has to do with the fact that uh, everybody's gone there for ULL? It does, and I took five and a half. I'd still take four, four and a half, which I think is pretty much in the market right now. And you mentioned it, Matt. Billy Napier heading off to Florida. Obviously, they had National Signing Day this week. So he coached the bowl game, or really the conference championship game, I should say, in the Sun Belt 
Very emotional win over Appalachian State. A lot of hugs all around. I don't think the players necessarily begrudge Billy Napier because I think when you're at ULL, which is a very good program, but it's not Florida. So I think they kind of understood, and, I, and Napier did take a few assistants with him. Michael DeSormo, who was the co-offensive coordinator, has been promoted to head coach. So he it's now his team, and it's now his program. But I think the players put so much emotion into winning that final game at Lafayette in their home stadium for Coach Napier and all the coaches that were taken off. I wonder how much they have here. And plus, their leading rusher, Chris Smith, is not going to play here in the bowl game. Meanwhile, on the Marshall side, Grant Wells, who got hurt in the season finale against Western Kentucky, is going to be back. He looks like he's given a clean bill of health. You got a first-year head coach there in Marshall and Charles Huff. First-year head coaches often in bowl games kind of struggle, but you have two facing off in New Orleans tomorrow night. So I think Marshall, I believe they've lost their last three bowl games. So this is maybe a little bit more important for an early bowl than it ordinarily would be. Marshall's looking for a new athletic director. Obviously, coaches, you know, hired by previous athletic directors want to make a good impression. So I like the thundering herd here. All right, Wes, we got to run. We have 30 seconds. But of the remaining three games tomorrow, which is the side you like the best? Yeah, just uh, looking at tomorrow, uh, I think uh, – you know, the one I like really is Marshall. That's the one I was on early in the week. And I also like UAB getting seven against BYU tomorrow. Very small number. A BYU team just outside of the New Year's Six. Are they excited to be in Shreveport? And I'm not so sure about that. Whoa. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Ah. It says the Shreveport uh, native not enjoying that comment. Ah. Thank you, Wes. No disrespect to Shreveport, but I don't know if that's the Cougars fine. are going to That's not there it's anymore fine. either. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I haven't West. been back in 12 years. Wes, the damage has been done. Yeah. Thank you, Wes. Appreciate <laughs> No kidding. Just right. kidding. Thank you, Wes. Wes Reynolds, everybody. Coming back, more NFL. Visa's primetime action. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the exactly. olympics he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of that like that see that Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from 
crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on primetime action, Gil, Matt, Kelly. Let's go through some more NFL games, shall we? Let's do that. That was not rhetorical. I would like an answer, please. I made an NBA bet. Oh, what'd you do? And I caught a water bottle. (laughs) Incoming water bottle. I laid the wood with the Grizzlies tonight. Seven points at the Kings. Did you? Yeah. Kings got all kinds of uh, issues going on with uh, COVID. So Refresh everybody about your NBA run, man. Uh, that would be twenty three and two. People don't believe Kelly. On the they, they don't machine. believe me at all. I, I've been ever since you brought this up. I've just been attacked on Twitter. Really? And guess what? I yeah. don't really care if you believe me or not. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep firing <laughs> yeah, because I'm going to keep winning. You're not selling picks, so who yeah. cares? Like, whatever. Really believe care. him? Don't believe him? Who cares? Like you're not buying his picks? Who cares? And hey, for the people out there that supported me during the eggnog challenge, and then also, and the people that have said thanks for the great NBA tip along the way, thank you very much. Bro, it's amazing. People are it, betters are amazing. During during the hardcore tennis season, I, there's a guy I know who's like, oh, I need to see the tickets. I'm like, why? Because then it didn't happen? Like, yeah, it's I, just incredible. Like, it's incredible. People are amazing, man. Uh, the, the only, you know, it's, it, it gets a little insulting just because of we, especially on this show, yeah. we always say, hey, we're going to be more transparent yes. with you than anybody, right? Yeah. And it's so, anyways, the uh, as far as the king side tonight, I mean, you have no deer and fox. Uh, Al Burton's questionable, but I don't think he's going to go. Alex Lenz out. D- D- uh, Davion Mitchell is out. Terrence Davis, Marvin Bagley, Rishon Holmes, all out on this side. I just don't know. I don't really know how they're going to be able to be a competitive team in this game. So seven points. I waited about as long as I could, but they're moving to seven and a halves all over the place now. Still seven at DraftKings. The other one, I, the other one I would be glad to play are some Harrison Barnes and Buddy Heald props, Matt. But uh, can't find those anywhere in Nevada. <laughs> I did see. I think it was nineteen and a half on Harrison Barnes at DraftKings. I would absolutely fire over nineteen and a half on Harrison Barnes. Those are the two guys that they're going to look to for. I, I mean, ninety percent of their scoring tonight is good. I mean, it might flow through two, those two guys. Okay, let us review. By the way, Kelly, without the two prop, without uh, two uh, prop bets, would be twenty-one and zero. Is that what you're? Yep, restricted? that's right. Yep, twenty-one and zero. Cardinals at Lions, early window Sunday. Oh boy, maybe twenty-one and two. No, no, tw- it's it, it's twenty-three and two. Twenty-three and oh, two. Without the, prop, without the yeah. props, it's twenty-one and zero. Two and two with the props. Two and two with props. Oh, you oh you had two wins as two well. Two wins, two losses. Yeah. Two yeah. wins and two losses. Good for you. Actually, it doesn't even count. It should be one more. I was thinking about this last night. It doesn't even count the index prop of the 16-plus rebounds I hit on Capella last Friday night <laughs> at plus 240. Yes. So, you know, didn't even count that yeah, one. Bro, that's the other thing with that, right? It's like all pluses on, on some of mine. And some people are just, man. Meh. 
Same thing. No, if only I had it recorded on some show. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. If only there was a document of it. Also, how much do you charge for your, your service? Zero dollars <laughs> and zero cents how much Canadian. Do you charge for your service? Canadian. <laughs> and, how, and how many shows a day do you do that you talk 25 about? 25 shows a day. <laughs> like legitimately, that's, that, like, that's the only thing. Like When people like will give me grief about stuff, Like I'm like, it was just free. Like it was free. So I mean, you can get mad at me if you want to. Like right. when something doesn't hit me, like it's right. free. Like I didn't, you know. It's incredible. Man. Take take it, leave it. I don't, I don't, you know, whatever. Like <laughs> no you skin know, off like, your you back. Know? Yeah, like I didn't charge. It was free charge. Free free. It's free like charge. the friends that like beginning of the NFL season will hit me up every Saturday. What are you betting tomorrow? And then by like week five, they trail oh. off, and I'm like, well, see, that's what happens. Don't come for me for NFL <laughs> oh, weekend my, and weekend. My buddy in the Bay, he'll be like, you'll hit seven, eight winners in a row. He's not even joking. You'll hit. Like seven eight words wrong. You know, about be like, oh, we need to bounce back, man. <laughs> it's like we, <laughs> we. Uh, Thank, giving... By the way, thanks for acknowledging the other seven ones. Right, right, right. Not, th- but this one you got to let me know about. It's like this is Incredible. a take it or leave it option always. Incredible. Like, you're, you're, you're like you're just lucky. I'm, I'm doing this for you every time. Anyway, Cardinals at Detroit. Yeah, I mean, here's the game. I'm so glad we kind of filibustered on this one too, because it's like seriously, there's there's not a lot here, right? On the Lions side of things, on the COVID list, I mean, they've got they've got let's see, Jamal Williams. They got Tracy Walker as a cornerback for them. They got Bobby Price, another defensive back for them. They got let's see, Trevante Beckett, who's a linebacker for them. Another backup cornerback in Mark Gilbert. They've got. Um, uh, another nickel, Roby Coleman. So they are very, 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 very thin in this game. And so this is why the line is is where it's at, despite the fact that we know DeAndre Hopkins is out for the Cardinals. Robert Alford's not going to play either. And uh, that's it. James, Con- uh, if you listen to what Cliff Kingsbury said today, he expects both running backs to play. So not only James Conner, but also they're going to be uh, pulling Chase Edmonds off. Uh, well, he was already off of IR, but they had the 21-day window to activate him. They're going to activate him, and he's going to play as well. So you look at this. I mean, it kind of goes back to what we we're to what we're saying here, Gil. I mean, like the Cardinals are one of the teams that we have seen that is has has played really conservatively, and, and it's worked out for them as well. They won two of the three games where they played super conservatively, and it would not shock me at all in this game if the back door was wide open for the Lions come the fourth quarter, which is why I can't play yeah. the Cardinals. I would play, if anything, the Lions side at 13. If I got the full 13, uh, that's that said full, you know, again, transparency, not in the account. But I, I couldn't – Cliff Kingsbury has shown, and I, and I think to their benefit, and I think it's a, a smart way to go about it. Listen, I mean, you don't get bonus points for beating a team by 28. Like, it doesn't matter, right? If, if you win the game by 10, you win the game by 10. It doesn't really matter. So – I fully expect, especially considering he had to miss so many games since Kyler Murray had to miss so many games for them. They are now down one of their star wide receivers. James Conner was at least a bit nicked up and was going to be questionable for this game and all this. Like, it would not surprise me if the stars are seeing the sideline at some point in the fourth quarter. And, and yeah, I mean, could could Jared Goff hit Amon St. You know, Brown or whatever, or Amon Ross St. Brown a couple of different times for a backdoor cover or something? Probably so. So it'd be a line-sider pass for me, but probably not a game that it's, I'm very interested in. I was prepared to let you die on the Amon Ross St. Brown. <laughs> I was like, let's see if he gets this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I would have helped you out. Cowboys at Giants. Also a double-digit spread here. Yeah, and that's because the Giants are they the Cowboys somehow really dodged the the worst of the COVID stuff, but the Giants really got Ooh. really got the worst of it. Yeah. That that said, this game though, not moved. 
even yeah. though the Giants have a dozen players uh, that they're that they're likely to be without in this thing. Most notably, Adoree Jackson, Cam Brown, Xavier McKinney. Kadarius Tony, John Ross, all of those guys that you've heard of, not going to be out there for them. Of course, Daniel Jones already ruled out. That's not from COVID. That's from an injury standpoint. So they're dealing with injuries and they're dealing with all those questionables. Sterling Shepard, that's an injury. That's not a COVID thing. So they're dealing with basically every single player of note, you know, basically dealing with some sort of something here outside of Saquon Barkley. So you find this spread sitting at ten and a half, and, and you know, look, Tyron Smith isn't going to play for the for the Cowboys, but doesn't really doesn't really matter. Um, I am of the mindset here, Gil, that I would only lay the points, but again, not a bet that's going to be in my account. I mean, you look at the Cowboys, and as bad as they have been over the last few weeks, as far as as clunky as his offense has been over the last few weeks, and I think that ever since we started talking about it a couple of weeks ago. It has picked up a little bit of steam in other places as well. Like there, there are other people who are speculating that that calf never really got fully healed for oh, no for doubt. Dak Prescott. Yeah. There were, I, I saw some video comparisons of him as well. From obviously he had the horrible injury last year, but before the but but before that to compare to this, and it was just it is kind of night and day. Like the way he moves around in the pocket when he's deciding to kind of like you know okay, it looks like this is a breaking down, taking off and running, which he's not doing really at all right now. All that lends to that that he's just not right you know and I think you're seeing that in his accuracy I think you're seeing that also in some of the decision making as well where he used to be able to extend plays he used to be able to kind of like do the whole not not necessarily the Kyler Murray stuff but like Kyler Murray-esque right you know extend some plays find some guys downfield and things like that we're just not seeing that out of Dak Dak Prescott and I think he'll be fine next year it's just like it's it's not realistic to think you can come back from an injury that quickly right of that magnitude yeah it needs more time. It needs a couple, a couple years, or at least one and a half years of a calendar season. You just can't come back, uh, you know, halfway through next year, uh, last year, and think you're going to be full strength. And so that's where that and, game stands. And, and if and if you watched Hard Knocks this year, the one thing that they were at least very, very, oh yeah, very open about. I mean, like he was battling this shoulder injury. He was, he was mad bat- about it. Yeah, like he was battling this shoulder yeah. injury. He was battling all this other stuff, and like the. The doctors and, you know, yeah, Dak wanted to be out there. He wanted to be out there. But, like, the medical staff were the people who were stepping in and saying, hey, man, yeah. he, he doesn't need to be doing this. Like, mm-hmm. like whatever. And so it, it, this was stuff that he's – before the season even started, he was battling injuries and battling all this stuff, like, to come back. And, you know, I think that, like you said, Gil, just – you know, I understand these guys are superhuman. They're, they're professional athletes. But – the human body's the human body. Sometimes you just need a little bit more time, and I think that maybe through all that, we're just not getting – I don't know if we're going to get 100% Dak Prescott the rest of the season. I don't know that we will this yeah. year either. It'll be fine next year. Yeah. But, you know, that's the the pressures of being a quarterback and having to live up, live up to your contract and obviously uh, the Cowboys not getting the full Dak Prescott. I think that's that's a conservative statement in this regard. But they are double-digit, 10.5-point road favorites against the Giants who have their own set of problems. We'll come back a whole bunch more games to get to, and we are in catch-up mode here, all leading to our Circa Millions 3 primetime entry. Three consensus plays. Three of them. believe that. I, you know, I kind of do, though, because yeah, I guess. it's such slim pickings. So I guess that makes I sense. Guess so. I guess so. Coming right back. Beeson's primetime action from the South Point. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on V. 
VSIN, the sports betting network. Back on VSIN's prime time action on a Friday night. We're here from the South Point. Uh, it's Gil Alexander, Matt Brown, Kelly Midland. Celebrate every day v, uh, MVPs rather by playing in the Fantasy Football MVP Challenge. Play free in this five-part contest series. Compete for a share of $50,000 in total cash prizes. That's $50,000. Head to DraftKings.com slash MVP Challenge now to get in on the action. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Visa and its client financial institutions have not sponsored for offer this promotion in any way. Do you think the listeners uh, really appreciated? me giving them the taglines of those bowl sponsors so they had any idea what these bowl sponsors oh, actually I think did. It's, uh, look, I've been we've been we've all been doing this for a while as far as it gets to bull bull time of year and bull previews. I've never seen anybody work in what the company slogan is. So I, I think it's a great idea. Here, I did it for years. <laughs> me and Reese Waters used to do our college football bowl pods and every one of those sponsors we would like read paragraphs really? on what they're doing. We're like what are these <laughs> how do these People have enough money to sponsor Founded a bowl. By Bill Joseph yeah. in 1982. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, and by Jimmy the way, Kimmel the game. Bowl. Yeah. Although Jimmy Kimmel's rich, so I mean, I, I get it why he can sponsor a bowl. Did, did anybody catch the awkward interview he did with SVP? Yeah. Yeah, I did too. I caught it. Where SVP was like, "You're doing a lot of great things for people yeah. in this game," and he was like, "Yeah, I, I'm just doing it for myself." It was oh, very nice. Yeah, he's wearing one of each shoe on the desk early. Very cool. I had to make sure that they. I had to make sure that they worked. They do. They work. Yeah. Yeah. Have you kicked with it? They yet? do. No, no, no. I mean, right. I just pulled the the whatever that uh that wasn't awkward out of the toe. That right? was an awkward interview because he also was like, yeah, like I I didn't even he almost like acted like he wasn't aware of this. And yeah. He, and he was yeah. like, yeah, but you know, I'll have a bet on it. Oh, great. <laughs> Cool. But he was like, it looked like he was being led into a question to like give him a chance to talk about whatever charity he's giving back yes. to, which almost every bowl game does. So yes. I'm, 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 no, regardless of how he answered that, I'm still assuming there is a charity involvement in it. Yeah. And like Jimmy Kimmel like tried to be funny, but it wasn't funny at Did all. Did he not understand the question? Yeah, because he, he was like, no, I'm just doing this for me. I just always wanted my name on a bowl game. And he just asked you about a charity, bro. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, yeah. Listen, they're going to keep expanding all these bowl. We'll, we'll have a PTA bowl by the time this is all. <laughs> oh, over. no I mean, doubt. Like, like, they're going to keep expanding this, and it's going to be like it's going to cost twelve thousand dollars <laughs> to sponsor a bowl game. Yes. Yeah, we're in. Let's do it. Yeshiva versus Brandeis. Like, yeah, we're in. <laughs> Let's go. I'll Fire get, it up. I'll get those schools invites. All right. What's next? Another game, probably we don't care about. Uh, Titans at Steelers. Oh, okay, no, we do. We there do. Go. We do. We care about this one. We do care about this one. So Titans at Steelers. This is the game. That has dodged somehow everything, dodged the COVID altogether, which is just uh, honestly amazing in a week that where every single game has been affected by the COVID. Um, this is a pick here at South Point. Interestingly enough, it is still a point point and a half in favor of the Steelers most places. At MGM, it is a point in favor of the Titans. So as we always say, chop around in this thing. Uh, Joe Hayden's questionable. For the Steelers on the uh, on the Titans side of things, Jack Rabbit Jenkins is going to be out for them, and then uh, we are worried at least, at least a little bit about David Long. But I, from what I understand, he is gonna uh, from what I understand he's gonna be okay, and uh, I think he's just gonna miss this game with that hamstring injury. I don't think it's gonna be a long term injury for him on the Titans side of things. I did come in on the Steelers in a teaser leg early on in the week when I needed a dance partner for. The Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins 
we'll talk about that game later, but that number is, is long gone. So uh, it was an eight and a half. So I was able to take the Dolphins down, bring the Steelers up from two and a half up to eight and a half. It's a game with an extremely low total in 43 in today's NFL. And I'm getting eight and a half points with a home team. Likes to play slow. Imagine they're going to imagine they're going to use Najee Harris quite a bit. Run the ball. We know the Titans are going to continue to kind of play how they play. And, and you know, to their credit, when they said they weren't going to drastically change the offense whenever Derrick Henry went down, that's actually been the case. They really have not changed drastically the offense since Derrick Henry down. The only thing they've really changed, which is which I do think has been a detriment to this team, which they got got back to at least a little bit last week. They went down so incredibly much on their play action percentage. And and I think that has led to this offense looking really, really clunky as opposed to just kind of clunky with all the injuries that they had. Because as we've as we've talked about, Gil, like a thousand times, like you don't have to have you don't have to be running the ball super effectively for play action to work. And I think yeah. that there's maybe this disconnect that like, oh, well, we don't have Derrick Henry, so they're not going to fall for the play action, so we just need to quit running the play action. But that's not necessarily how this all works. We've seen the data points on all this that if you run play action, whether you're running the ball effectively or not, it's still at least for that split second. If it can make a guy for a split second even think that you might run the ball, it, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. So they did at least get back to that a little bit more last week, and I imagine that they will continue to do that again this week as well. It's not if, – if any if any of you guys have listened to this program, you know I'm so down on the Steelers as it is anyway. I think this team is – I think Ben Roethlisberger is garbage, and I think that this team basically overall is, is, is pretty much garbage. But um, Wait. How do you feel about it? I'm getting eight and a half points. Well, I was at the time. Again, it's, it's down to pick here at South Point. It's one one point um, in other places. But I'm, I'm I was getting eight and a half points in a game with a 43 total, 42 and a half at the time when I bet it, and that was just too much in a game that again I think is is it's going to be a it's going to kind of be an ugly kind of a you know slop fest. I think it's just a bunch of teams that neither offense is, is really clicking right right now, and I just don't see a ton of points being scored, so if I get more than a touchdown, and especially if I get eight and a half, that was the way that I went and played it. As it sits right now, if we're sitting you know, here as a, as a pick, I mean, I'd probably, I think the Titans are the better team, um, so if it's just who wins the game straight up at a pick, I would probably play the Titans. Titans were the COVID team of last year, if you remember. Yeah. They had all the whole breakout last year. They had a Tuesday game, if I'm not mistaken. Because of their COVID, they got postponed. Sort of the precedent of what we're seeing uh, this weekend. Also in the early window, also a double-digit favorite. Not the Titans-Steelers game, but all the ones beforehand that we did seemingly. Jets at Dolphins with the Dolphins. Just shy of a double-digit favorite. Nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Yeah, in this one, again, the really the big COVID, COVID thing in this one was the fact that Jalen Waddell for the Dolphins got moved uh, to the COVID list, and so for them, what that was, what that was worth, if that lets you know what, the yeah. people, what people think of the Jets, it went from ten to nine and a half. But that was it. Like it, it's like people have people are completely out on the Jets at this point. And you look at Zach Wilson, and it's a little bit unfair. He hasn't had a comp, he hasn't had his full complement of what they thought they were going to have at the receiving core all year, right? I mean, like he was never able to get. Elijah Moore and, and Corey Davis out on the field together for any any length of time. Was never able to get any sort of cohesion going. Um, that being said, by the metrics, she's been the worst of the four quarterbacks that they've played this year. Uh, and so it's, it's you know, I think that's being reflected here in what we're seeing with, uh, with this. Now, that being said, they did get back a couple of their running backs off of the COVID list, 
So the, there were a couple of running backs that were put on the COVID list. They were taken off the COVID list. So like Salvin Ahmed is going to be able to play for them. So so they they did get back a couple of guys, and so it's not going to be as bad for for the Dolphins in this thing. On the on the Jets side of things, Gil, I mean, like, I mean, like, it's just it's again, it's one of those teams where if we look at our power ratings, if we if we actually, you know, I do one thirty two every week as just an exercise, but if we did one to thirty two every week, it would be maybe they would come in thirty, you know. I mean, it, it it probably would go Texans, Jags, Jets as far as like the bottom three. Maybe you flip the Jets and the Jags. I don't know, depending on what you think of these teams. So it would be a Dolphins or nothing play for me strictly because I don't know how the Jets are going to score the ball. One of the things the Dolphins do have is, is, is the defense has been playing pretty well. And, and actually, this is about the healthiest the defense has been all year long for them. So you, you I know you don't like – a team like the Dolphins and saying like I'm laying nine and a half points with with a team like the Dolphins, but how the, how are the Jets going to score? That's what you have to ask yourself if you want to try and play the play the Jets in this game. Let's squeeze one in. Yeah. You just mentioned the Texans and the Jaguars. Texans at Jaguars. When uh, Urban Meyer got fired, this went all the way up to five and a half in some places. Relegation bowl. Relegation bowl. So uh, you know it's funny. So we're here yesterday. It goes to three and a half. Draft is back up to five. So like it's just like it's this is this is the craziest thing in the world. There's nothing to be said in in about this game other than the fact that do you honestly believe that the Jags deserve to be no five point favorites over anybody, right? I mean, unless you unless you believe in they're going to be so I was happy. Say, theory. It's it's there's there there's the whole like oh they're going to rally around the fact that the coach got fired and so they all pull together and and they play well, but there's. That typically is like for teams that have talent, right? Like there's there's just not any yeah. talent on this team, and there's the players that do have talent have been moved to IR, and there's not like there's nobody out there for this team to really. It's cool you can rally and be happy that your coach got fired, but like you can look around and still be like, oh man, we're not I'm we're still, still not very good. Yeah. Like yeah, we still don't have a ton of talent. So yeah, it would. Be, I can't believe I say this, but yeah, it, it, it'd be Texans surpass for me for sure. How much how much money I have to give you you without a bet on this game to watch every play of this game, Texans Jacks. I take about one hundred and twenty-five dollars. One hundred twenty-five dollars. Then you do it. Well, I was going to go higher than that. You do it for one hundred twenty-five dollars. Really? Yeah, because there's so many other terrible games in the morning window. Like it's not. I'm not really sacrificing all that much. No, no you're not allowed to watch anything else. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not really sacrificing all okay. that much. All right. Well, we'll get to the afternoon window next. <laughs> Don't forget, we got two Monday games and two Tuesday games also, plus the afternoon and the Sunday night game. Afternoon window next. We're rolling through it. Time crunch. Beeson's prime time action. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sign up for a play card, debit, MasterCard, get paid faster than a paper check with direct deposit. Always be ready to roll with PlayCard. Visit PlayCard.com today to apply subject to card activation and ID verification. Terms and costs apply. Card issued by Metabank N.A. Member FDIC. And in an effort to hopefully avoid game disruptions, the NBA and the NBAPA are discussing a plan that will require teams decimated by COVID to sign additional replacement players. That is per Woj. He says on an NBA board at governor's call Friday, there was an overwhelming sentiment among NBA owners to do what is ever necessary to avoid postponements and cancellations. Well, you, yeah, I can see it from their perspective. That's for sure. I mean, we've talked about before the, you know, the idea of having like a a COVID quarterback just designated by himself. Why? It's, why? We, we found out that Washington didn't do that apparently. Right? Yeah, but like, I, I for the NBA, like you know, with the G League and kind of all these, uh, a lot of these guys that are con- like constantly stuck in limbo of free agency. It almost seems easier to do that. Like you could pick three, four, five guys, and like, hey, here, here's our playbook. Practice in a gym somewhere by yourself, and be prepared to get called up at some point. What a world! So what it looks world. like, you know. I mean, good, good time to be in the G League. <laughs> right, exactly. If you're gonna yeah, be in yeah. the G League, this would be that time. This would be a good time to be in the G League. You're about to, you can get some run this year. That's for sure. Falcons at Niners, 405 Eastern, 105 Pacific. Another game teetering on double digit, nine and a half. How the Niners soared up to nine and a half this week? This was, the Falcons. this was the weird one, right? Like this was this was the one that opened at eight and a half, and we didn't really get it because it ran from eight and a half up to nine and a half. Now that being said, that's here that number's here at the South Point. Rest of country, um, there's an eight and a half out there right now, so the 
the 49ers would be in, in teaser territory at at least one book rest of country, and then it's at nine at DraftKings right now. So at least a little bit of, of money coming in on the Falcons. Really on their side, the only thing they're worried about, Dante Fowler Jr. is questionable. On the 49ers side of things, Elijah Mitchell is going to miss this game. Uh, he's got a, he's dealing with that concussion knee injury. So he is out for them. Got a bunch of guys that are questionable, but all, according to the, the beat reporters, all expected to play. One of those guys, though, is George Kittle that is listed as questionable. So just uh, in case something goes wrong before kickoff, just be sure and, and keep your eyes open for that one. Um, look, you've got a really – you've got a pretty poor defense on the Falcons side of things, but you have an offense in the 49ers that isn't really all – that explosive. Now they can bully you and they want to bully you and they're going to bully you with that run game. And, and now they've got Debo Samuel back, who is basically just transitioned to running back at this point. They're really, really effective again, just running the ball over and over and over again. And, and that's kind of my concern here. Like I know there's a lot of people and I think Drew earlier in the week said it was on, was on the Falcons, but my concern here is you don't have a Calvin Ridley out on the field. And so if they do get behind in this game, where are we looking for this Falcons team to be able to kind of like get some sort of mount any sort of comeback or something, right? Like, so one of the things that I'm really – that we can sit here and worry – the soundbite's gone, but like one of the things that we can like tip our cap on and like, you know, sit there and, and, and gloat about is we said the, the – we, we said before the season started, we we're like – the Bengals are going to be a team you bet on because they're going to be able to come back from like deficits because of that I ridiculous amount of talent. Yeah. They, and like we saw it just happen this past week, right? It's just like they have so much firepower that it's just it's it's nose lead is going to be like out of range of them to come back and at least backdoor cover or something like that. I don't think the Falcons are at that position right now. You know, Russell Gage is your number one wide receiver at this point, and he was expected to be kind of like your number three dude. You know, with that, I mean, Cordell Patterson's fine and all, but he's kind of like a uh, he's a he's a poor man's Debo Samuel, right? I mean, he's they'd rather use him more in the run game and all that. Like he's not really an, a, a, a pass catcher for them that much anymore, which really just leaves them with with Kyle Pitts, who Kelly and I would love to have a 300 yard receiving game well, in this yeah. one, but um, you know that doesn't seem to be the case and, and, <laughs> and very unlikely to happen. And so, uh, you know, I just don't. I'm not huge on. The 49ers really going forward because I still have a lot of question marks about them if they ever were to get down and them if they ever had to play from behind and what Jimmy Garoppolo and that team would be able to do. But I think they can bully this Falcons team pretty good. And and I don't see a, a clear path for the Falcons to be able to get you in any sort of backdoor cover or something like that. So especially with the 49ers in the teaser territory at at least one book out there. I would feel pretty comfortable, Kelly, 49ers teaser leg down to two and a half. I'd feel pretty comfortable with that. Yeah, not not what I've played yet. And, you know. Like, well, it's, I don't think it's here. But yeah, I, right. But it's, yeah. Yeah, if it's, it gets down to that range, yeah, uh, uh, yeah maybe. <laughs> it's, it's so hard to commit to anything. That If we haven't had a bet already, it's so hard to commit to anything even right now. It's like maybe by the time Sunday rolls yeah. around, depending on who else is sick even more or who else is back or how the line's moved, who knows. What about the Bengals at the Broncos? Now, this game, we do love. And yeah, this game. Um, yeah, back at three. Yeah, back, back at three here at the South Point and three across the board everywhere else. I talked to two I, more guys today that I have talked about with, with NFL betting for a, a decade. Both of them, they're both on the Bengals. Still like, and they can't so understand what's I don't going know on. one human being who's on the Broncos. 
Not right. one. And maybe that's you, a bad thing. The only thing. one I know is I saw I saw SVP last night. It was on the Broncos. But, uh, like, seriously, I haven't heard anybody talk about the Broncos this week. And this number, all it's done is run up to three now. The, the only time the Broncos have had a ton of success on offense all year long has been when they've been able to just run, 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 run. That's the only thing they've been able to do. They've not had any game this year that they have won by having to th- won by throwing the ball and Teddy Bridgewater, you know, going nuts or anything like that. Like that's just not that's that's not been the case. And then the other thing here is, I mean, yeah. they could do that this this weekend. Well, right? I mean, in in theory, in theory, yeah, they could. I mean, that's um, about their only path to victory. I'm with yeah, you on that. I mean, in, in theory, they could for sure. Um, the problem is with them is while they're deep at the secondary position, linebacking core is complete garbage, right? And so you look at the you look at Cincinnati's side of things, like, why couldn't they just do that right back at them? And then also use the middle of the field with C.J. Uzoma. You've got a guy in Tyler Boyd who is a, a guy that you could easily use. It's just kind of a, a across-the-middle type guy, just eat up the middle of the field. And, and you've got, you know, Joe Mixon, who is, uh, who's, who's healthy, and they've been able to, to do good things with. Also, on the, on the uh, defensive back side of things for – Cincinnati, they're going to get back Trey Waynes this week as well. He he got activated off the off of IR, and there he is fully expected tomorrow to be added to the fifty three man roster, which then gives them a little bit more depth where they seem to be the weakest as well. And so, I, I don't know. I mean, pretty much at every level. I mean, like the quarterback position is better, the running back position is better, the wide receiver position is better. Uh, I, I there's just a lot I think to like uh, about the Bengals in this one. I have. Bengals plus three. When they hit three here, I was like, that's just, I'm, okay, you forced me to play this. I'm, I'm going to play it. And, man, I, I like it. It would, it would be shocking to me if this was, if this played outside of a field goal. Yeah, I think we, I think we all betted at plus three, right? All of us grabbed at plus three. So, get, guess what? That's what it is. I was going to say, we're so clearly all on the Colts and the Bengals. Yeah, <laughs> I think those were. I don't know what the third one is, though. I, I will tell you though, yeah. like you know, I, I said that thing about that might that might be the Broncos' path to victory. I knew the Bengals. I thought the Bengals' defense, as far as rush defense, would have been more middle of the road. I, I'm pretty shocked right now, looking at that they have given up the fourth, the fourth least amount of rushing yards on the year. The Cincinnati Bengals have. Packers at Ravens, the latest of the three afternoon games now on Sunday. Packers. No man's land. Well, now up to seven. Yeah, this because <laughs> when did that happen? It, it this so this afternoon there were a couple of people, I think, who are in the know. They gotta be, but don't want to go ahead and spill the beans. Who were like, mm-hmm. it would kind of be shocking to me. Like, it would be shocking to me if. Lamar played in this game. Like, like they didn't come out and flat out say he's not playing. But we don't think that's such a big deal, do we? In terms of the line, no. And, I, but I, I think I'd rather him play and play hobbled. If you're yeah. taking the Packers, yeah. 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 I mean, I already bet the Packers. Yeah. Five, five. I can't even remember five, five and yeah. a half. But like, I, I, I mean, if he plays, this line swings back to what? Yeah. Three and a half, four. It's probably something close to that. If it was five and a half yesterday, yeah. and, and and I got him at four because we were sitting here on the show that night. And it, 
there's going to be a lot of people who look at this stuff who are going to pull a Kelly Bidlin uh, and, and sit here and try to scream and say, oh, get a four. Like, if you listen to the show every night, which you should, we talked through all this stuff as it was happening. I was sitting here. I was like, oh, there, there's, there's a four here in town. I think I'm going to go take that four because I don't really care whether Lamar Jackson plays or not if I'm getting a four on the Packers and whatever. So before you, before I get the mean tweets at me, like saying like, oh, yeah, you got a four. Yes, I talked through it on the show. It was on the show where I said it was going to that it was going to happen. What, um, what does this have to do with me? Pull a, pull a Kelly Bidlin. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, because people like. screaming at you like, oh, oh you, you and your plays. And you, <laughs> you and your plays and whatever. We and were like, this. what? Where I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. I mean, it's, it's, I was like, I know I scream about a lot. Of like, listen to, the, listen to the you. show. You, you'll know. You 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 get what we're what we're doing throughout the week. But so even at seven, I, look, look, there are at least a couple of different things where I think are at least somewhat teaser like teaser teaserable this week. I would take the Packers down to one in a heartbeat. All right, coming back. More to get to the postponed games among them. Beeson's primetime action. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.